Nigeria Daily and I am Lilian Ogazi. In Nigeria, many states mostly or entirely depend on monthly allocations from the federal government to run their affairs. Kano State's government, for example, announced six months ago its intention to slash salaries of civil servants because of a drop in federal allocation. Kaburu Adu, the chairman of the Nigerian Labour Congress, NLC in Kano State, speaks with us. Uh, it's not a new news. Uh, we are aware of it and uh, we have been struggling for it and uh, it's now over. Sorry. The issue is because the neither the Joint Public Service Negotiation Council nor the Detroit Union Congress or NLC is party to the deduction. That is why we have been struggling to ensure that the salary, full salary payment was restored. So currently the full salary payments have been restored? Yes. In the month of June this year, the new salary of 30 30,600 Naira full payment was restored at the state level. And then we continue to struggle for that of the local government, primary school teachers and uh, primary healthcare workers at the local government. And the last two months, it was also restored for the full payment of the 30,600 Naira. Okay, so prior to the restoration, how were civil servants coping in the states? Well, actually, it's not easy looking at the current situation, though we have to commend the state government because it's one of the states that started implementing the new minimum wage of 30,000 was even an addition of 600 Naira in the month of December 2019. But uh, unfortunately, in 2021, we have this problem of deduction but uh, thank God it was also restored. But actually, it's not easy for the workers during the deduction. Okay, so do you have any idea if the payment of salaries in the state is dependent on how much is being gotten from the federation account? Well, yes. Actually, uh, the once they started the deduction last time, they aligned it with the issue of lack of funds from the federation account, that the amount they are receiving is not uh, enough for them to pay the entire salary of the state civil servants. But we argue that the state government can complement with the IGR because uh, they are saying because of the number of workers we have, they cannot take 100% of their pack allocation to pay salary. But we argue that even if the allocation is low, they can also complement with their IGR. But uh, this is the current situation. That was Kabiru Ado, the chairman of NLC, Kano State. Why does the state government have to rely on revenue allocated to it by the federal government to survive or pay its employees. Can Kano State survive without federal allocation? I put this question to the Commissioner for Information in Kano State, Mohamed Galba. Of course we can. We can survive without revenue from federal government. Going by our population, you know that ideally when you are talking about the issue of VAT, most of the companies that are paying VAT directly in Lagos, they are market. So if we are to directly collect the VAT in Kano, we are going to get more than what we are collecting from the federal government. That is a fact. So people don't, you know, realize it because this is the fact. Most of these companies, they are paying federal government, they are based in Kano, I mean in Lagos, because that was the argument. But the market, they are bringing their goods, and Kano has the largest market in the country. You know, all these companies, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, even including banks, they don't pay us in Kano. You know, network providers, they don't pay us in Kano, they pay in Lagos. But their market is in Kano. 
Yes, the market is in Kano. Okay. Even banks, they pay in Lagos, they pay in Abuja. Last year, in the statement you made, you said that there were slashing salaries of civil servants due to the decline in federal revenue. So I wanted yeah. to find out, has that come up now since Kano State's revenue has increased? Has the salaries gone no, back? No, no, no. We are paying full salary, 30600 okay. In fact, we had to reduce salaries of workers because of COVID issue. But now that everything is working according to expectation, Mm. We are paying more than the wage that was approved by federal government. Okay, what's we it? are paying 30,600 to our workers. Okay. Local government workers and workers at the level of states. Okay, so the slash, was it because of COVID or because of the decline in revenue from the federal course, government? Yes, if there is decline in revenue from federal government mm. because of COVID, ideally you will know that even our own internal revenue will be affected. Okay, so that means Kano State is fully dependent on the federal government for payment of salaries and funding no, of the state? No, no, it's not. Okay. It's not. So it's not only because of federal government, even our own internal revenue affected because there is decline there is a reduction of what we are generating because of COVID same thing as federal government so even when we argument whatever is sent to us from federal government from the internally generated revenue we still have some challenge because there are other projects that are ongoing which has to be done the issue of roads and other infrastructure that are on ground issue of water you need to give people clean water that was Mohamed Garba the Commissioner for Information in Kanu State you are listening to Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to these and other episodes of our podcast on Sprout, Google Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen in on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola, Adamawa State. We will be going on a short break. Do stay. <music> of news you can trust and features analysis and in-depth reports that are rich that's right in addition you can get much more but how let me introduce you to trust plus where you can get added value and where is that visit the trust plus portal and subscribe you mean subscribe to become a member yes and that entitles you to exciting opportunities. Like what? A chance to connect with Daily Trust journalists to suggest stories you want to read and even contribute in producing the story. Wow. Could you show me how to get a Trust Plus? It's simple. You can visit the portal on membership.dailytrust.com now. Welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen in or download our podcast on Sprout, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio and Spotify by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen to our podcast on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola, Adamawa State. In this episode, we're looking at the over-dependence of state government on the federal government for revenue. In recent times, there have been lots of debate on value-added tax, VAT, in Nigeria. Who should collect what and why? Some of the points of contention included the argument that some states collect much more than they contribute. 
A recent report published by Daily Trust shows that Kano State collected more money as value-added tax than the entire Southeast zone in the first eight months of 2021. Can states survive on their own without revenue from the federal government? Bill Kisu Ahmed puts this question to a financial analyst. My name is Kenneth Arikume. I'm a tax partner with PwC, and I lead the tax reporting and strategy unit of PwC in Nigeria and West Market Area, which is Anglophone Africa, West Africa. Yes, it's very possible um, under the current model mm. where VAT is collected centrally. Mm. Um, it seems like some states are generating more VAT revenue, which then goes into the pool and is shared. Yes. So what can other states do mm. to generate revenue? I would like to say the first thing is that the data that we have may not be comprehensive enough to tell us how much each state is generating from a VAT perspective. Mm. And the reason for that is that companies pay VAT on a central basis to one tax office. So you can have a company, maybe a telecoms company or a manufacturing company that, you know, operates across the 36 states of the country, mm. but they aggregate their VAT and make payments for VAT just in one location. Many times this would be Lagos. Mm. Okay? So if you take that data and look at the remittance, the you know, the space where the VAT is remitted, it may not tell you on a factual basis, you know, where the VAT has been generated from. You just assume that since it's being paid in Lagos, the VAT was generated in Lagos. Mm. Um, so the data on its own, as it stands, um, cannot tell you the true position of things. If you really want to get the true position of things, when people are filing their VAT return, they would be required to indicate the location of their customers okay. so that on that basis you can then tell, you know, this VAT was generated in Lagos, this one was generated in Zamfara, this one was generated in FCT, and so on and so forth. Mm. Okay, so that's the first cleanup that needs to happen. But apart from the cleanup, the reality is that there are some states that are more economically viable mm. than other states. Mm. Because VAT is a consumption tax, which means the level of consumption that occurs within that state will drive the VAT. Yeah. Um, so if you have a, uh, a state with a high GDP um, compared to other states with low GDP, mm. you'll find yourself in a situation where the states with the high GDP, if you assume that all transactions in that state attract VAT at 7.5%, mm. you ordinarily should generate more VAT than the other states. So it's a function of economic activity. That's what really would be driving the VAT consideration. Yeah. And how can states do this, um, you know, drive the economic activity within their state? Mm. There, there are a number of things that, you know, states must begin to do. The first one is to look inward and try to understand the sort of economic advantage that the state has over other states. Um, and previously, states were, um, in my opinion, a bit lax in terms of 
driving economic activity because then they rely on central allocation to fund their budget. Yeah, they rely, um, they rely on the federal government allocation. Why can't they uh, generate their own fund? How can they uh, do it? Absolutely. So now states then need to think, okay, what do I have? For example, am I, you know, do I have significant, you know, solid mineral resources mm. or do I have arable farmland that I can take advantage of? And then there has to be a strategy to look at that thing that gives you the competitive advantage of how you commercialize that over time. Mm. Um, this may require the states to make some strategic investment in those sectors and also look at how they can attract investors into their jurisdiction to carry on those activities. Mm. Um, and we've seen, we've seen sometimes, you know, it just requires a bit of stepping back and looking at the situation of things and coming up with a comprehensive economic strategy for the state. There was a time, for example, where, you know, Quara State looked at attracting, you know, farmers in Zimbabwe that were displaced. You know, those sort of strategic thinking needs to occur at the state level in order to drive and stimulate the economy. Without the economic stimulation, you're not going to, you're not going to improve IGR. Okay, so even as you mentioned, um, it, sometimes it depends on the economic activities. It depends on the GDP, like is the population. So even states that are not up to other states' populations number, if they have that advantage of bringing in investors that will boost the economy, they will have an upper hand of generating VAT. Absolutely. I think that, that's, the, that's the litmus test. States are some states are already disadvantaged as it is, and some states benefited. You know the advantage they benefited from history. Mm. Um, and I'll give you an example. So, you know, when you have a port, a viable port, mm. situated at your state, you know that will drive economic activity automatically because you know from importation to the ecosystem that drives the importation, the logistics. Um, and so on and so forth, you know, it, it will give you some competitive advantage over a landlocked state. Mm. So by nature, some states have that advantage and they must, you know, they must exploit that advantage. That was Kenneth Erikume, a financial analyst. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download these and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com or bossprout.com or even listen in on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola. You can also listen in by searching for Nigeria Daily on Google Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio. If you have questions or comments or intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. I am Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now.